Hello, boys and girls. This is the last day of summer. Tomorrow it's fall. It's also the 21st day of September. You know what that means. Got to bust out some earth, wind, and fire and get into it. You're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Let's go. Day. Welcome to the Alex B. Podcast. It has been brought to my attention by a dear friend of mine and longtime listener. My one episode about the economics lesson on September 16th was kind of a buzzkill because I was being all serious and shit. And I was looking back on the episodes of the Alex B. Podcast, which you can find at thealexbpodcast.com. And 
September 12th, Miles and I did a recap of the Colts-Texans game. Well, that was kind of fucking depressing, so that really wasn't funny, right? And then the next episode was on September 16th, 30 minutes of Cruise the News and an economics lesson. So like the last half of the podcast, I was kind of going off on the state of the economy, how shit's kind of fucked up, et cetera, et cetera. So it really wasn't that funny towards the end. It almost makes you want to just like shut it off and say, okay, stop talking about serious shit, clown, and make me laugh. I get it. And then this last episode, if you listen, Colts Catastrophe that was released Sunday night, Miles was going the fuck off about the Colts. And I'm like, God, that's like three episodes in a row. I'm like, wait a minute. How about you just lighten the fuck up? And that's why I figured I call this episode lighten the fuck up. Get back to the funny stuff. Read this news and, and tell us how fucking funny and fucked up our country is and people around. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds a good idea, I said to myself. And so many people yesterday and now the day before have been paying attention. First, we had Monday where we had the Queen's funeral that was pretty much on every television station. You know, it was it was a pretty sad moment going out there in Great Britain. And then, of course, yesterday, Tuesday, people were talking about recapping it. I just want to recap some of the stuff I found interesting because I always found the royal family to be interesting, kind of like I do Rome and the Vatican. There's a certain shit they hide. They don't hide. They're, you know, they're running the country. They can do whatever fuck they want. And one of these headlines I thought was hilarious, uh, dated September 15th, says, no, King Charles III won't pay any inheritance tax on his massive gain. Of course he won't. He's the fucking king. Who's going to send him a fucking tax notice? Seriously, if I was the king, I wouldn't be paying shit, especially inheritance tax. No. How is this a news headline? Yeah, King Charles III won't pay any inheritance tax. Yeah, of course he fucking won't. He's not supposed to. He's the king. All right, here's a news story that got a little bit messed up. And the, just so you guys know, I'm going to start this off before anybody starts looking with a fucking raised eyebrow. The guy in, in the story was 18. So he's not a kid. He's a fucking adult. Okay. He is capable of getting sentenced in adult court. He is, you know, he's, he's 18. So this why, when I read the story and I try to crack my jokes, I don't want anybody thinking that I'm fucking condoning shit with minors, but this guy was an adult. Ex-teacher at Florida, Florida Christian School arrested in sex scandal, sexed, you know, that's, I guess that's sexing. Or by texting or something? Fuck, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Allegedly twerked on student at the prom. <laughs> How come my fucking, well, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, my high school teachers, I can't think of one high school teacher I had, well, maybe one, that I would have been like, oh, man, I wish you twerked, because we didn't have twerking back. It was the fucking 80s. Okay? A former teacher at Christian High School in Florida was arrested for inappropriate behavior with a student for a second time this summer. Why didn't you get rid of her the first time? So she was obviously sexting the first time. She decided to fucking bust a move and twerk on him. So Julia Hoover, who used to teach at Point of Grace Christian School in Perry, was cuffed last week on charges of an authority figure soliciting or engaging in lewd conduct with a student and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. I don't know. No, it's not. A, he's 18. He's not a minor. He's an adult. Hoover, 39, was previously arrested in June and charged with one count of authority figure soliciting or engaging in sex with a student after allegedly exchanging explicit messages with an 18-year-old senior student. Again, 18 years old, he's an adult. I'm not saying teachers should, should be in these positions like this. I'm just saying he's, he's not a fucking child. There's not fucking R. Kelly fucking reporting going on here. The newest charges come after a student told investigators Hoover twerked on him and pressured him to drink alcohol at his high school prom on April 8th. If I was 18, again, 18, and not considered a minor, I'd love for a fucking, to, to my teachers to fucking twerk on me and get me liquored up. Again, as an adult. He told investigators he became so uncomfortable while she twerked on him that other students tried to squeeze in between them 
the then teacher and the boy several times to try to get her to stop. At least two students who stepped in cooperated the incident. So basically, they fucking she's she's fucking screwed. Done. No pun intended. The initial sexting incident was brought to the attention of police on June 2nd when the student's mother discovered the sexually charged messages between her son and Hoover from a period stretching between March and April. The concerned mom told investigators that the former math teacher was arranging to have her son come to her home while her husband was at work. (laughs) Could you imagine being the husband and now your fucking wife's being put on blast because she's trying to fuck some senior in high school? Man, uh uh-uh. The story ends with Hoover is no longer a teacher at Point of Grace Christian School, a school official said. And she's probably going to be in fucking divorce court. Who knows? I told myself when I started recording that I was not going to talk about the whole stuff going on in Britain, but this is just interesting to me because I don't know what you would do with $20 million. I mean, in advance of $20 million. Okay, I don't know if anybody follows this stuff, but I'm just going to touch upon this briefly. Prince Harry obviously decided he was going to like abandon royalty life and move to the States with Meghan Markle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. So he got, I guess, in advance or payment, I don't know what he was going to make off the book, a $20 million memoir to talk about his life and royalty, et cetera, et cetera, expose some secrets of the, you know, of the royal family, et cetera, et cetera. Now, King Charles is like, dude, man, stop this or else. Now, everybody that was watching was critiquing him because he didn't have, he wasn't wearing the certain uniforms and he was walking like separate from, every, you know, all this other stuff that we were paying attention to, which is good, rather than paying attention to, you know, the economy and everything else that's fucked up in our country right now. And... So basically, if he puts this book out, he's fucked. He's like, they're not going to like take him back for anything. If you looked at the, the succession line, he'll never be able to be just the, the succession line. There's a lot of people in front of him now that he abandoned his royal duties, so to speak. There's a lot of people ahead of him that's going to get that gig. So Prince Harry made it clear that he will not cancel his upcoming tell-all book, but he's going to be updating it, talking about the Queen passing. A source close to the situation tells Radar Online, the book is the key to Harry's future and family. If the book goes away, Harry will be back in with the family. However... If the book is published, trust will be permanently damaged and he will never again be welcomed into the king's new inner circle. So, I don't know, man. I mean, $20 million is a nice chunk of money. If that's what he got for the advance, I'm sure he's going to get a portion of the sales. I just don't, like, what can you, like, what's going to be your gig in the States with you and Meghan Markle? I have no idea. I mean, I don't really know what the fuck she did prior to this, but like, what's going to be your gig? You don't want to do the royal family stuff. Okay, I get it. But what's your gig? Like, what are you going to, like, apply? You know, where are you going to go job hunting at? Like, that money's only going to last so long, and maybe you'll find a way to make it last. I don't know. If it came to me and $20 million, I don't know. And I'm sure Prince Charles would probably give him, like, 40 would probably double that advance just to get him to shut the fuck up and try to put things back to what I would call British normalcy. But I guess we'll have to see. Fifty Cent Magic Stick with Little Kim. What an appropriate song going into this next story. Speaking of Magic Stick and Fifty Cent, <laughs> this is crazy because you know I know something. People do this shit. They take a picture with a celebrity, or they take a celebrity's picture without permission. They use it for product endorsement, whatever, whatever. Or they they promise they're going to have these after parties, and this bad shit happens. Listen to this shit, and it doesn't surprise me. Fifty Cent is suing a Florida plastic surgery clinic for using his photos in promotional posts. Dig this. The star is seeking damages from the owner, Angela Kogan, in a lawsuit. He confirmed Saturday Kogan posed for a photo with 50 Cent in 2020. I guess she was like outside of a concert or whatever. You know, the typical thing. Hey, 50, can I take a picture with you? Yeah. Okay. So here's what she did. 
this bitch thought she was slick. And I only said this because what she did was kind of bitchy. She used the picture to promote her medical services via social media. Now, you're probably saying, what is her medical services? Is it, um, is it cannabis? You know, because a lot of rappers are getting into the whole weed thing. Uh, no. So he posed with her, and she owns a company called Perfection Plastic Surgery and Med Spa in Florida. So this is 2020 that the photo she posed for. She thanked the star, and then she posts, she posted as a promotional piece and says, thank you, Curtis Jackson III, for stopping by. That's what she put in this picture to basically to create the illusion that he went and got his dick enlarged. <laughs> in August, Kogan was interviewed about the increased popularity of penis enhancement surgery, a service offered by her clinics in a since-deleted article posted by The Shade Room. So basically, she used this picture, trying to make it look like 50 was in there to get his junk fucking increased whatever and yeah now she, now she's getting sued because he's suing for a lot of money i don't like i don't know like i don't know what the did i even say what the price i don't know he's suing her but what is she gonna have because thing is she could file bank or she could do a bunch of shit so she shouldn't have done that that's kind of shitty hey guess who look who stopped by 50 come on now come on that's 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 shitty all right speaking of things that people are paying to have done to themselves and, and everything else, which is weird to me. I know a lot of people get plastic surgery done. They, you know, they get the nose, they do Botox, et cetera. And then people that want to have that youthful look or whatever. I'm not Donnie, man. Do you. Do what you got to do. But this is really crazy. A man borrowed $75,000 for leg lengthening surgery to make him three inches taller, report says. A man who borrowed $75,000 for that surgery faces monthly $1,200 payments for the next five years. John Lovedale told GQ magazine, the world seems to bend for taller men. That motherfucker's trying to rhyme. What, you hear that? He's trying to spit some rhymes there. He decided to take out a loan to pay for a leg lengthening surgery to become three inches taller. Uh, John, who is in his mid-40s, explained why he went through the painful months-long surgery. I noticed that taller people just seem to have it easier. 75 grand to be three inches taller? That's a lot of money. Now, I might I might kick up fucking five grand to make my dick bigger, but I don't know about fucking 75 grand. Duh. Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-form father. I wish I was like six foot nine so I could get with Leo. She cause she don't know me, but yo, she's really fine. You know, I see her all the time everywhere I go. And even in my dreams, I can scheme a way to make her mine. Cause I know she's living back. Her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball. So how am I gonna compete with that? Cause when it comes to playing basketball, I'm always last to be with. And in some cases, never picked at all. So I just lean up on the wall. Or sit up in the bleachers with the rest of the girls who came to watch they man ball. Dad, y'all, I never understood black. While the jocks get the fly girls and me, I get the hood rats. I Tell them scats, skittles, kebab. Got hit with a body and in a hospital for talking that mess. I confess it's a shame when you living in a city that's the size of a box and nobody knows your name. Glad I came to my senses like quick, quick. Got six, six in my stomach. Overcome it by thoughts of me and her together, right? So when I asked her out, she said I wasn't a type. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-four-four. I wish 
where I get slashed at. And when I'm in my car, I'm laid back. I got an A-track and a spare tire in the back seat, but that's flat. And if you want to know what's really whack, see, I can't even get a date, so what you think of that? I heard that prom night is a bomb night with a hood ratchet and old type of Rito. When in my car, I can't even get a hello. Well, so many people want to cruise cringe on Sunday. One day, I'm going to have to get in my car and go. You know, I take the 110 and the 105. Get off on cringe on, tell my homies look alive. Cause it's hard to survive when you're living in the concrete jungles and these girls keep passing me by. She looks fly, she looks fly. Famous say, my, my, my. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and six more balls. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her. Listening to the Alex B podcast. Connect with the podcast on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The username, all one word: the Alex B podcast. Welcome back to the Alex B podcast. I thought, remember that song? I wish I was a little bit taller. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to try to compete with the song I just played. But all right, let's get back to this. Let's get back to cruising news. Let's get back to lightening the fuck up, shall we? <laughs> This is weird. This is this is fucking bizarre. This is uh, via People Magazine. You know, I'll tell you where I'm getting my stuff from. I'm not trying to be making shit up. I just, I just always want to occasionally throw out the publication that I find this stuff in. So when you're hearing it, you're like, man, Alex B is full of shit. No, he's quoting magazines. So I'm just telling you that I am doing a little research in this. I'm just not just like making shit up. I'm not just like, you know, trying to get people to like, you know, laugh or whatever, for lack of a better word. I'm just, you know, that's. That's what's happening. Listen to this. Now, this is going to freak you out. And how the guy survived this, I don't know. I, I don't know. Just listen. Arkansas couple arrested after a man saws his lone leg in front of his five-year-old daughter. Shannon Cox, 48, of Boone County, Arkansas, allegedly claimed he was Jesus and Satan as he got verbally abusive with his wife, Sandy, uh, he's uh, she's 30 before amputating his leg in front of their five-year-old daughter. You're trying to tell me this guy didn't go into shock and pass out and he sawed his fucking leg off in front of his kid and he didn't bleed to death. Maybe he is. Maybe he is some kind of combination of Jesus and Satan because anybody up, man, I can't even handle getting a fucking uh, a tetanus shot, let alone saw my fucking leg off. But this guy did it and apparently survived because he was able to get arrested. According to an affidavit filed in the circuit court of Boone County, which was obtained by People Magazine. Shannon Cox was arrested early last month after he used a chop saw 
to cut off his own leg in front of his five-year-old daughter after her mother, Sandy, left her at home. That's just, who does that? On Tuesday, August 2nd, Boone County Sheriff's officers responded to reports of a man with an amputated leg when they found Cox lying naked in front of a residence with his leg missing. He was airlifted to a nearby hospital. How did he not lose a bunch of blood? How was he able, first of all, to, to, to survive that excruciating pain it must be, not go into shock or lose a bunch of blood? See, that's just bizarre. There's got to be something. I need, there's got to be more to this at some point. I don't know. His wife, Sandy, was not home at the time, but she told police her husband was acting odd all day long, but he never touched her and was only being verbally abusive according to the affidavit. So all day long, he's being verbally abusive and you fucking bounce on him and leave your kid with him? That's kind of a fucking dumb move, right? Sandy said he was telling her that he was Jesus Christ and that she needed to get right with the Lord. Hey, if this dude can cut his fucking leg off and survive it on his own with no fucking anesthetics or nothing, he, he ooh, I don't know. And he said he became violent towards her and he, well, he was Satan, the affidavit reads. He told Sandy it was he was going to twist her head off and continue to make verbal threats. Kind of like a fucking Barbie doll, I guess. Well, again, you kind of got to believe the guy's nuts if he sawed his own leg off. Sandy left the residence about 8.15 p.m. because she was scared Shannon would kill her and she went to stay with a friend, leaving their daughter at home. See, this is fucked up. You left your fucking daughter at home because you were scared of your husband. Now, where's the article on fucking bad parenting here? Right? Am I wrong on this one? Okay, there's more. When I asked Sandy why she didn't take her daughter with her, she said she was worried about Shannon killing her and wasn't worried about her daughter. So, come on, dude. Or chick, broad, whatever. The fact that you left your child at home to witness this, she's going to be scarred for fucking life. That's bad. I'm sorry, sis. That's bad parenting. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care. So... Their daughter, who was interviewed at a child advocacy center, confirmed she was present at the time her father amputated his leg. She still appeared to be in a state of shock, and it was recommended she undergo counseling before further interview attempts. She needs to go under counseling, and she needs to be fucking taken from her mom because her mom could have put her in worse harm's way than was already have done. Come on, people. Uh, let's talk about the court system, shall we? That's always That's always a fun topic. A prosecutor in Kentucky has been suspended from practicing law after a hearing found that he shook down a woman for nude photos after performing legal favors for her, the Lexington Herald-Leader reports, that Ronnie Lee Goldley, the Commonwealth attorney for several counties, exchanged messages with the woman who has, long, who has a long criminal record that they were then discovered by her ex-boyfriend. So basically, ex-boyfriend said, hey man, if I ain't getting it, nobody's getting it, and when do I get to see a video that the judge said in one of the messages with the woman responding when I am not going to have a warrant? Ha ha ha. So basically she was already trying to like, you know, again, Eve, Adam here, take a bite. Let's just fuck everything up. Uh, yeah. When I'm not going to have a warrant. Ha ha ha. Then the judge said, huh, good point. Incentives never hurt. A hearing office concluded he had abused his power. So basically she got ratted out by her ex-boyfriend because, you know, pfft. Hey, man, it was probably his phone. He was probably still paying for the motherfucker. He was like, no, 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 no. You ain't going to fucking, you ain't going to sit there and fuck no judge and, and get out of, and get out of like legal stuff or whatever and dump me on top of that. No, man. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Here's a headline I find interesting, and then I'm going to read the headline if I was in the news. A Georgia woman, there's a couple questions I have on this story before I get to that, where I think it's kind of, it's funky. A Georgia woman found 
over $500 in her KFC sandwich after the restaurant misplaced its daily deposit? Mm, okay, hold on. After going through a drive-thru, a woman found over $500 in cash under her KFC sandwich. Joanne Oliver called the police, who commended her on Facebook for returning the money. Uh, authorities said the restaurant worker accidentally placed the 543 daily deposit in Oliver's bag. So my, here's my question is, because I've, I've worked in establishments where people have tried to smuggle. How do we know the manager wasn't trying to like put it in a bag? Uh, the manager's friend or somebody was going to come, you know what I mean? And try to like get it out. It's just who puts fucking the deposit in a fucking KFC bag. Now, again, if this person's going to the bank, you leave, you walk out of the building with a KFC bag. Nobody's going to question it. Yeah. $543. And she gave it back to the, you know, she gave it back and reported it to the police. I would have done, here's what I would have done. Okay. Uh, Alex B. Uh, finds $5 in a KFC sandwich bag and turns it in with a fucking bag full of bones. Ain't nobody getting shit. I didn't see nothing. But there's still some good Samaritans in the world. So we must praise Miss Joanne Oliver. They at least give her like chicken for a month or some shit. But I just found it weird that it was in a bag. And somehow, because those bags, you know, they usually don't open up the bags so they're ready to like box food up. So it just seems suspicious. Like maybe maybe somebody was trying to smuggle the money out of, out of the restaurant. I don't know. Just seems weird. I am ready for fall. I don't know if every, anybody else is ready for fall. These temperatures. Uh, yesterday was hot as fuck outside. Like damn near 100 degrees. Like 97 or whatever. This weekend's supposed to start slowly getting into fall. Or, people call it autumn. I haven't called it autumn in I don't know how long. I call it fall. It's fall. Maybe the traditional word is autumn. But I call it fall. Because you know you can never really believe, believe weathermen. Because one time, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. Kind of like me picking out horses. Uh, sometimes they're full of shit. Sometimes... Stuff shows up on the news, you know, like in the backdrop. Somebody put something up there. Ha, ha, ha. Now, by now, I think everybody in the country has figured out, no matter what type of social media platform that you use or text messages, anything could be pretty much screenshot. It brought back up later down the road, et cetera, et cetera. I think all of us know that. Or people that walk around there for their, you know, get their cameras ready to put stuff on TikTok. So there's really nothing private. No matter what you think's going on, there's nothing really, really, really private. There's nothing really private. They're not really your private parts if you put them on the internet. And especially if you're a weatherman, I don't know why this guy would have told whoever was watching his cam. I guess he had his junk out. He was doing whatever, whatever. And somebody took a screenshot, again, with his cock out. I mean, it didn't say that in the story, but I just wanted to add it for a little comedy, I guess. Uh, New York Post says New York City weatherman fired after his nude photos were sent to his boss. So basically, see, he was interacting with somebody that was watching his webcam on some webcam site. Okay, they screenshotted it and then they sent it to his boss and he got fired. But again, I mean, why would you why wouldn't you just wear a mask? I mean, if you want to show people wear a fucking mask or something, don't say, hey, man, by the way, I'm the weatherman. Here's my dick. That's not going to work. Nobody's going to keep that a fucking secret whatsoever. And he was Emmy nominated for Spectrum News, New York One. He was fired after someone on an adult webcam site did some screenshots, sent him to the boss, and put out. Out of a gig. The uh, former, former meteorologist, in a statement on Instagram, posted shortly after he filed the court papers, so he soon as boss, announced his termination and revealed that he was getting professional help over what he described as his compulsive behavior. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, reality is ridiculous. 
on a couple podcasts ago, and I don't know how many there was, I told you guys a story about these people that were on this Disney ride, like this, you know, this boat going around this lake, and there was people getting it on, and, you know, they, they got caught or witnessed or whatever. Now, this is coming from, I'm trying to see, where is this story coming out of? From Brazil, Brazilian couple. So this story, the headline and the storyline is written a little bit different because I think what they wrote in here was facts, unlike these people in the U.S. that are going, oh, my God, I can't believe we saw people fucking. Okay, so let's just, let's hear this one out via the New York Post. Lewd couple has sex in transparent swimming pool as crowd watches. <laughs> An anonymous, <laughs> it's so funny. An anonymous, an anonymous photographer captured the moment a frisky Brazilian couple vigorously made whoopee in a transparent pool as a crowd gathered to gawk at their exhibitionistic display. A video of their pornographic pool party is currently making a splash on social media. <laughs> Needless to say, that little stunt of them fucking in a transparent pool and people watching did not set sil- uh, set well with the management. Uh, the pursuit would like to point out that we have policies against this kind of loot act, and we are investigating all the facts. I don't think, I don't know what you have to investigate, man. If there's a fucking video out there of people boning in your pool, I think it's an open and shut case, right? If the if the act is considered a crime by law, the couple will be subject to civil and criminal sanctions, and we would be willing to help the authorities with all the necessary information for them to be penalized. Well, obviously, the, the woman in the video got penalized. So They also pledged to carry out daily maintenance and cleaning services for all the rooms and offices to provide the highest level of satis- safety and hygiene for all the customers. Meanwhile, authorities reportedly plan to launch a probe <laughs> into the hot tub hanky-panky session. <laughs> Again, there was already probe in the hot tub in the hanky-panky session. Hanky-panky. Who's, who still uses the term hanky-panky? It's 2022, man. They were fucking just come on. You know, I've got to do a TikTok story, right? Every every so often, just because, again, I browse TikTok out of boredom. I see what type of idiocy exists. And then I try to relate here on the podcast. This is fucked up. And the picture of this motherfucker sitting in the doctor's office is brutal. Experts warn against the hashtag one chip challenge, allegedly sending kids to the hospital. Now, I've, see, I've seen this thing on display at the uh, Casey's out here by the crib. Fuck no. Experts and social media users are warning against the viral one-chip challenge that is allegedly sending people to the hospital. This year's high-voltage chip contains the supercharged Carolina Reaper pepper and stinging scorpion pepper. With a shocking twist, it'll turn your tongue blue, the Pakai website reads. Social media users are encouraged to eat the entire chip, wait as long as possible before drinking or eating anything, and then post the reactions online. But medical experts and social media users who have attempted the spicy challenge are warning against the possibly dangerous trend that has reportedly sent some, including children, to the hospital in excruciating pain. The only thing that's missing from the story is how much are you paying these motherfuckers to do this? You think I'm going to fucking eat some hot-ass chip that's going to send me to the hospital and I'm not, I'm not getting paid? Now, fuck you. I'll stick to my Pringles, bro. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the Alex B. Podcast. Man, I told you this is, you know... It's the it's the last day of summer, uh, first day of fall. Not autumn is tomorrow. This, uh, racing season wraps up at the day gig, so I'll be able to maybe crank out some more podcast material. Anyway, you know how to get at me if you want to. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok on on occasion. But fuck, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Or uh, if somebody wants to find the podcast that's listening, and just tell them to go to thealexbpodcast.com. You'll get everything there. Have a great hump day if you're traveling. Travel safe. The roads are idiots. People are idiots on the road, so be careful if you're doing that. If you're working, hey, man, just try to get through it. You only got a couple more hours, right, or something, depending on when you're listening to this. And, uh, yeah, I'm out.
I'm going to play a song. I don't know what. I'll surprise both of us when I hit play on my iPhone. That these are the people that we call friends. 